We are going to talk about workout programming. How to design your own. Yes, exactly right. So, and I think uh, this might be, I don't know if we would say this be for advanced individuals, but uh, I, I'm going to put a disclaimer in the front of this or preface this conversation is that... Not a beginner. Uh, this is probably to, uh, I guess... Uh, uh, promote myself, but this, uh, you know, being a personal trainer, I think having hire somebody with expertise is definitely uh, 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 the step one if you are really at a loss. So I think uh, uh, discovering what you like, that is kind of your first key thing. That was going to be what I said. Yes. Yeah. I think if you, you discover what exercise you will do, that you enjoy, that you would do on a regular basis, and that you can do without injuring yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of the first thing. If Maybe if you discover that and you go to seek out a professional, they can build you a uh, sustainable workout program. But we're going to give you a little insight today about how to create said sustainable workout program you're listening to the addicted to fitness podcast brought to you by elemental training tampa now here's your hosts nick and shannon birch thank you for checking out this week's episode of the addicted to fitness podcast welcome back greetings whatever the appropriate salutation we are happy you are here joining us today. We have a fun and very fitness-centric episode for you. So mm -hmm. if you're wondering, well, gosh, they cover health, they cover reviews, they cover interviews. Sometimes I just want some tips for my fitness. That's today, folks. This is the episode for you. You'll be very happy. So... Stay tuned, we'll get into more, but in the meantime, we just wanted to say a quick thank you for everybody who is tuning in, sharing the podcast, spreading the popularity of the Addicted to Fitness podcast around. Um, we definitely know that the podcast algorithms in the growing world of podcasts continue to make it challenging for Podcasts such as ours who've been around for a long time and are not part of a syndicated network, aka with big flashy advertisers, stay relevant. So the fact that you can leave ratings and reviews and share our podcast means that we actually stand a chance hmm. at being seen. That's right. So thank you very much for that. Please do that if you've not already. Um, also, you can head over to our Instagram page. That's right. Um, trying to get more content up there for you guys, slipping in some stories every once in a while, just to keep you on your toes. It is at the ATF podcast. It is at the ATF podcast. Correct. And I think I think you do most of the posting. Mm-hmm. I like to just um, jump in every once in a while with something really random. Yeah. But uh, we are also on uh, Instagram as well. That's right. And you can find our, our handles on our on our account, I believe. Yeah, I think we, we link should. to ourselves. It's you in know. the uh, the ATF podcast bio, I believe. Both yes. Of our Instagram handles are on there. So yeah. So that's, right. that's all the background uh, that you might need to know. Mm-hmm. So to kick things off, 
training, uh, training recap. Training recaps, that's right. I'm pointing at you this week because I'm tired of you pointing the finger at me. We need cues. Somebody needs to cue, okay? So you're cueing the day. And that's actually a little teaser for what we're going to talk about in the main part. Ooh! It is? It is. Anywho. <laughs> so uh, my training <laughs> recap. Uh, had a pretty good week of training. Uh, definitely were able to... Uh, actually, I would say I had a, uh, a really good week of training. Uh, got to do the jiu-jitsu private. Got to two different lessons. Um, two different jiu-jitsu classes. Didn't get actually a sauna in this week. Didn't get to go to LA Fitness and no interesting conversations in the sauna. No interesting conversations in the sauna. That's We're right. Gonna, I couldn't like, follow up last week's with. I a, feel like we should one. start. We should start a. What's that? Start what? I feel like we should start a like song or ditty or something. A section called <sighs> conversations in the sauna. Uh huh. Conversations in the sauna. Definitely a little like jingle. Yeah, just like okay. intro, like your right. interesting conversations. I okay. mean, the last one inspired an entire episode last I agree. week. So. I agree. So yeah, I didn't get to go this week to put bring out some Bummer. more content, but unfortunately not. Uh, but then did get to go to several jujitsu sessions this week. Um, didn't get a whole lot of lifting in this week. Uh, you know, I was kind of fighting some uh, soreness. Um, but, uh, definitely got to, uh, work on, uh, some Mike jujitsu game. And literally it was kind of interesting because, uh, Tuesday I felt very, uh, I would say defeated after the jujitsu class, you know, um, felt like one of those days I was like, am I even learning anything? I'm just getting beat up. I'm just a body (laughs) going in there and just getting manhandled. And then Thursday, go to class, the same class, not, I mean, obviously with some different people, but, uh, came out feeling 180% different. Felt like, oh my gosh, I actually did moves. I was able to kind of like think my way through different positions and stuff like that. So it was a very, uh, I would say rewarding class. It had, this week had its highs and lows, uh, but it definitely ended on a high and we'll talk about, I'll talk about that more. But first, I want to hear about your training recap. How twas it? Um, that is an excellent question. How was my training recap? I feel like it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I got, I got on the bike. Um, I, I, I actually had to write it down because I forget. <laughs> So I did some spinning. I did some Pilates. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I definitely got a spin in this week too, shorter one. But I actually, did. yeah, I did two days of spinning. Mm-hmm. So and that was, to. and then I did. Um, you got a Pilates some yoga. Peloton. Oh, and yoga. Okay. Yeah. So I did Pilates. I did some. Spinning, I did some yoga. Um, I had been having like really bad hip pain. Right, you've mentioned that. Uh, and it was to the point where like sitting sitting is uncomfortable, standing is uncomfortable, laying is like everything's uncomfortable. And 
I've been working through that over the la- the like recent weeks. Mm-hmm. Movement has been super critical. I've been I've focused a lot more on stretching and mobility. Right. For the hip region area, vicinity, however you want to say it. Um, And that has been hugely helpful. And really, I'm only now getting to a point where, like, when I say, like, my hip hurt, I don't know if anybody has ever tried to do a, like, um, one-leg balance position when you have hip pain. It's excruciating. Mm -hmm. You can't do it. Like, you just, your leg gives out. And I couldn't do it for a while. And I was able to start doing some of that this week. So it was a really big step forward. So I felt like that was that was honestly the most exciting piece. Yeah. For me. That your hips were feeling. That like I was actually able to week. do some some strength and mm-hmm. mobility where I hadn't been able to do that for weeks. Well, congratulations. So, I'll take the win. Nice job. So, our our main topic of discussion for this week's episode, we are going to talk about workout programming. How to design your own. Yes, exactly right. So, and I think uh, this might be, I don't know if we would say this be for advanced individuals, but uh, I, I'm going to put a disclaimer in the front of this or preface this conversation is that not a beginner yeah i uh uh this is probably to uh i guess uh, uh promote myself but this uh you know being a personal trainer i think having hiring somebody with expertise is definitely uh, uh, uh the step one if you are really at a loss so i think uh uh discovering what you like that is kind of your first key thing that was going to be what i said yes yeah i think if you you discover what exercise you will do that you enjoy that you would do on a regular basis and that you can do without injuring yourself Mm -hmm. i mean that's kind of the first thing if maybe if you discover that and you go to seek out a professional they can build you a uh sustainable workout program but we're going to give you a little insight today about how to create said sustainable workout program so would you like me to go first or would you like to throw in or we just go back and we'll forth, just little, go back and forth volley, I think. back and forth so, so yeah the disclaimers i'm gonna i'm gonna add a little bit to your disclaimer go for it, go for it. so I'll allow it beginners you need you need some experts to weigh in you also in addition to learning what you like mm-hmm. you need to understand the actual exercises. So, I mean, it's it's not choreography exactly, but, like, you need to know the difference between, like, a deadlift and a good morning. Like, you, mm-hmm. if you're going to be programming this stuff for yourself, you need to have a pretty good range of knowledge about the exercises I do not recommend that people like try new moves that they've never experienced before. Um, Getting like, some guidance. Yeah, without any guidance, mm-hmm. especially if it comes to any kind of weights. Yeah, of course. Not, not something you should be doing. I don't care if you have a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Like you need people there probably. YouTube video can be a reference point, but still. 
have some have some guidance. So that's the beginner's disclaimer. Right. That's really not what we're talking about today. We're kind of assuming that you already have this knowledge. Uh You know what you like to do. You've probably tried a lot of different things. And now you're just trying to put a program together to achieve a goal. Whether that goal is, well, it's summer and I, you know, I want to be the best shape that I can be. Or, hey, I've got this wedding or event that's happening in the fall or Christmas, and I want to look fantastic. Mm. Whatever it is, whatever it is. You just want to feel stronger and be able to keep up with your incredibly energetic child. That's mine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, whatever it is, it's usually you, you have a program because you have a goal. So that's all the disclaimers out of the way. That's where we're coming from. That's how we're going to start this off. Now go. All right. So I would say um, I'm going to try to speak in some broad terms because obviously not one size fits all. And that's kind of, I think you might have alluded to that is also into about how getting guidance and finding a, pro- a proper trainer can help you figure out the kind of the right protocol for you. It kind of depends on what fitness level you are at. So we're going to skip all that. And I'm just going to kind of go into a basic, what I would be kind of muscle building um, basically I would say body composition, uh, workout program, something that could help change your body composition, whether you want to lose weight or gain muscle, which kind of, kind of can go hand in hand. So, um, basically I would do, especially, um, when you're doing, talking about, well, the most effective way to do that, in my opinion, is weight retraining or weight of resistance training, uh, with weights or some form of weights, whether it be bands or, you know, uh, some variation of that. Um, not that I'm poo-pooing body weight, but when it comes to really trying to, uh, add lean muscle, you definitely need some, uh, resistance in the form of bands or weights and things like that. So, um, first thing I always recommend is movement prep. I think we talked about, you know, whether it be, uh, stretching, mobility, flexibility exercises, or a combination of both. Um, those are very important. Um, depending on, obviously, if you have a focus, um, I think I'm going to get a little bit ahead of myself, but, uh, depending on what you're working that day, maybe you want to focus the mobility and flexibility drills or movement prep on that. So, uh, I think kind of movement prep and warm up are somewhat synonymous with each other. So, you know, obviously body weight exercises that are kind of, I would say, uh, match to the, uh, the, the, the focus of your workout of the day are also a good idea. So for example, if you're going to do squats with some sort of resistance, whether it be a kettlebell or dumbbells, maybe you want to do some body weight squats or things like, um, inchworms to stretch out your lower back. So those are just a few examples. So I would say movement prep before your workout. And when we talk about going in to the workout, say, let's just give an uh, example uh, of leg day, right? If you want to do... There's multiple tips because you lost me kind of already. Okay. All right. Are you doing multiple tips or are you... I well, I would say one. All right. Well, sorry. Ping pong it back to you. So movement prep, warm up based on what you're going to be working for the day would be my first one. That's movement my first prep, day. warm up. Yes. Okay. That's what you first part for creating a workout plan. The first part of your workout should include a movement prep or warm up that includes mobility and flexibility. Exercises. Okay. So that's your, that's the tip is to have that. First. Yes. Okay. 
I'm just I'm trying to crystal clear things for everybody. If I can't follow it, I'm just assuming. Okay. We know what assuming does though. <laughs> that you're an ass? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Out of you and me. <laughs> um yes, I think that is a, a great a great idea. So I'm gonna speak for the ladies out there particularly. But knowing like where you are in your cycle and how hard you should push yourself absolutely should be a factor. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can learn more about it. You can just look up, you know, you know, hormone programs and um, there's a lot more research coming out about how hormones affect women's performance. Also, if you have just worked out before and you notice certain times of the month, certain parts of your cycle, you are not uh, maybe either recovering as quickly or you feel completely wiped out after a really like intense workout and other times you're just, you seem to migrate towards certain things, pay attention to that general rule of thumb is if you just finished your period, you can dive in with some of those, uh, some of those like heavier workouts. You can jump in with hit workouts, but you might need to kind of take it a little bit slower than normal. If you are mid cycle, you can probably go harder. You can hit the high impact. You can layer on, you know, workout after workout you're going to have more endurance. You're going to be peak energy usually. And then as you get closer to your your menstrual cycle again, you're going to want to really switch into focusing on strength and mobility because your endurance is not going to be as strong. Workouts are going to take it out of you. And you are not going to be able to recover quite as well with those high impacts. So Focus on the strength and focus on the mobility. That's the quick, quick sort of uh, <laughs> like very high level recap of what I have found. Um, if you are in your menstrual cycle, by the way, yes, you can still work out if you are one of those very lucky individuals who can be fully functional. Right. Um, I used to be one. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Do, do things that resonate with you, though. If you are feeling like you need to move, then go move. Do a walk, do a bike, whatever you need. If you feel like you need to take it easier, then listen to yourself. Do gentle yoga, do yin yoga. Whatever is really kind of like feeding you and you feel capable of doing, the general rule of thumb should be listen to your body. That's my tip. Mm. That's for everybody, men and women. Right. Listen to your body. Mm -hmm. So well, my next tip is basically uh, uh, stick to a plan. Um, if you have, whether it is an actual written out plan, or if you say you create a plan that's kind of a basic split, whether you're doing uh, kind of like a body part split, whether it's chest, you know, tries and buys, no, chest, shoulders and tries, back and buys and legs and core stick with that routine don't kind of I, I don't really subscribe to the idea of muscle confusion um i, I think that is kind of uh, 
uh, a, I understand people being engaged and want to have workouts that are, are that are keep them kind of locked in and keep them interested, but that you don't want to confuse your muscles. You want to work your muscles, work them to the point where, you know, progressive overload so that they grow and that they, you would not only increase possibility in size, but also increase the endurance capability of those muscles. So you don't want to neglect the big muscles to, in order just to create some sort of newfangled workout to keep you interested. You, you want to kind of keep kind of the same, I would guess, kind of, th- theme for lack of better words with your workouts whatever you're doing like say you're doing an upper body day or a lower body day yes you may be able to change some of the variations of the workout maybe you want to change some of the sets and rep and the rest periods um i can understand that um but really trying to just just do a new exercise to do a new exercise i think is it's not rewarding and you won't see um it rewarding as far as what you want as far as your physical kind of uh, um, rewards or your uh, goals. You know, you won't be gaining that endurance or that muscle comp- body composition that you're really looking for. So stick to the plan. Don't deviate from the plan. I mean, the K- the idea is that working out and exercise, including resistance training and strength training, is a marathon. I think we say that about a lot of things. We say it about Mm -hmm. diet and nutrition. It's the same thing with working out and uh, trying to maintain muscle mass um, and bone density. It's it's a marathon. You have to stick with it. And some of the most consistent things, even though it might seem a little boring and you can do, but the the key is to try to stick with it, you know, and I think you're probably, maybe you'll go into another topic, but um, the idea of just periodization, where you change up your different, uh, the variations of maybe the similar plan. Um, that That's kind of the key to, I would say, keeping yourself engaged in your workouts. So really, I mean, it kind of seems like from a programming standpoint, you're saying have a schedule, stick to it. Mm-hmm. Kind of keep it simple, stupid. Right. And like I said, I think you said it earlier. Yes, you might have an injury. Your body might tell you you need to slow down or speed up. You definitely take that into consideration. But don't – I was – especially when I was first started training, I kind of got, uh, I would say, locked into the idea of someone – they need to have a new workout every time they come. Yeah. You know? And then – but that's really – that that's not what people – not only – are they looking not what they're looking for but they're most people i should say but that's not what they really need in order to help them reach their goals you know progressive overload especially when it comes to endurance and or muscle mass that's what you need in order to make those gains with a z you know yeah Um, you really need to hit the same exercise see what it looks like how many reps you get for lack of better just for an example how many reps you get six weeks you know or and then six weeks from now, see how many more reps you can get. Kind of the idea to see is just expand and build on what you're doing in order to get those, reach those goals. Not just take two step forward and one step back kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I actually, my next tip is going to be a nice compliment to what you're All saying. Right. Lay it on me. Write it down. Mm-hmm. Keep track of it. I actually am sitting here with a notebook in my hand that I've been using since 2016 and my best 
training like periods in my life where when I was writing it down and tracking it. So like I would write down how many reps I did afterwards. Mm. I would write down a weight if I was doing weights. You know, I kept a log of all of that stuff. And you go back to it like you're saying. It allows you to see your progress. It's also super motivating. Not just, you know, it's not just like, oh yeah, well I can I can see here I can add. I should add here, you know, repeat this particular workout, this particular right. move, increase my weight. It is also motivating because keeping track of it in your head you you kind of have a somewhat of a reference point, but it's real fuzzy. You know, it's kind of like trying to measure somebody with your arms. Mm-hmm. You know, some some days your arms are a little more mobile. You know, you're reaching a little higher. It's not an exact measurement, and it's there's room for error. Log it down. Write down your workouts. Write what you do and what you don't do. Right. You know, if you miss a workout. Mark it down. Make that one for next week. I think um, that complements kind of what you're saying yeah. really, really well. Yeah, yeah, tracking. That's that's huge. Logging. I mean, we talked yeah. about the same thing with food logging and workout log is the same exact thing. You can kind of see where you were and where you're going. And you can and, go back. Yeah, exactly. Years later, seven years later, and you can steal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly right yeah that, that's the thing and that's and that and that's why I, uh, I know i just mentioned it but don't don't get obsessed i mean i like i think things like p90x and all the workout videos are great but i think their main goal is just to make sure that you're turning on the tv and watching the video every day not saying they're not bad not saying they have bad they don't have great exercises but i think when it comes to your workout plan it, you you kind of the kiss method or the kiss uh kind of uh acronym keep, keep it simple stupid and just just hammer it just like see what you want to see your progress in eight weeks you want to do the same schedule you want to do the same routine to see how much progress you made in eight weeks so yeah uh i would say my uh next tip is that don't get don't don't get, I guess, mired or don't get hung up on the idea about you have to work out for an hour or 90 minutes at a time. I think that is, in today's world, I'm talk, speaking from yeah. somebody that doesn't have that kind of time to work out, except maybe when it comes to jiu-jitsu every once in a while, um, work out with, build a workout that matches your, basically, availability. You know, I mean, I have clients that we usually typically work out for 59 minutes, but I have some that work out for 30 minutes. I have myself personally, I know I have 20 minutes when I go in LA Fitness and I'm like, all right, I'm going to hit this, this, this. I'm doing three sets, five reps of each, two minute breaks in between, and I'm just going to go. You know, so I have it already mapped out in my brain because I know how much time I have. So don't get mired. Don't get hung up on the ideas that I got to work out for 60 minutes or 90 minutes to make it worth it. I mean, we did a, a podcast episode, I think, within the last year about the benefits of mini workouts, you know, mm-hmm. basically 10, 15 minute workouts. I mean, in the morning, 
you guys might have called it caught it on the stories I sometimes posted on the at the the Instagram, the ATF podcast Instagram about my workouts in the morning sometimes are 10 or 12 minutes, you know, if it's not yep. on the Peloton, you know, and it, it's just, I know what I, time I have and I want to get some strength training in and that's why I do it. Now I know it's not ideal. Like I just kind of outlined some of my, my preferred kind of reps and rest time and, and, uh, uh, things like that. But it, the, the idea is that you, you work with, with the time that you have available to maximize your time so don't get hung up that you don't have enough time to work out that is never that should never be the case you have time you just work with what time you have and i will that actually was going to be one of my tips i got it didn't get to it because something that i found that i have to do is i have such limited windows of time Mm -hmm. um because i have like a increasingly like I should say a decreasing window in the morning based off of how early we have to get Ella up and I have to be ready for her, which is like earlier and earlier. And I realized like for me to try to put all of my workout in that window is super unfair. Yeah. Like it's just, it's unfair and unrealistic. It's like, okay, so I can either sacrifice my sleep, which is not smart for me. Sleep is super crucial to my health. I will get sick if I if I give up my sleep. Right. Um, but I could probably find 15 minutes to fit in a quick like strength focus workout, like not necessarily like a hit workout where I am drenching myself in sweat, but where I'm doing a series of exercise that are gonna focus more on like the strength or yeah. 15 minutes of yoga. Yeah. I like mean, taking that time at the end of the day when you're putting Ella to bed. Right. Just to take a, like 15 minutes slow, just focus on stretching out, relaxing. Like these are things that I could do. Mm-hmm. And I realize I'm like, it, I'm being really unfair to myself yeah. by trying to squish it all in the mornings. And feeling like I'm missing the mark every time. Yeah, I agree. So it's it's really important to look at your day, especially if you're a person in kind of a hybrid position where you're working from home. Think about doing, breaking it up into, you know, maybe you're doing a few sets of, of core work between meetings or something. Yeah. Just to, it's going to help your eyes not to look at the computer all day. Or maybe you you sit down, you do some push-ups, a few sets of push-ups. That's actually going to help you. But the thought of, like, you have to know, you have to do it all consecutively. It all needs to be banged out, like, first thing in the morning. We have to untrain our brains if if we're stuck in that pattern. I am trying to untrain my brain. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Like I said, we, we talked about tough. it and I just said it, the mini workouts, like you said, doesn't have to be all in one shot. You can break it up throughout the day. It's just, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's always what you have time you have available. So that's, that's a key thing. All right. My last tip, like I feel like we can do several of these episodes, but my last tip today is, um, what's it? I just let ran out of my brain. I didn't even give my tip. So, you didn't give any of your tips? 
I thought no, you did give a tip. I just agreed with your last tip. Oh, well, I, that sounded really good, though. <laughs> you agreeing with my tip. <laughs> You're like, oh, All I right, thought well, that was you go fantastic. Ahead. You, 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 you give your next tip since I got to find <laughs> mine back in my brain real quick. Oh, man. Um, I would say, particularly if you are... Actually, I'm going to just blanket tip. Include a mobility-focused, like, day. Like, not just 10 minutes at the end. I would say include a mobility-focused workout as the full, like, training workout each week mm-hmm. in your schedule. Don't don't say, oh, yeah, you know, I'll do one every so often. I've fallen into this trap, folks. I'm here to tell you does not work. The five minutes after your training, that's great, but you do need to do more. And the more you're training, the more you need to do is kind of the general yeah. rule. So regardless, whether this is um, you doing some like really specific kinds of of mobility moves this could be yoga this could be you've got you've got a whole series just look at nick's instagram um find a way to work that in as a dedicated day and do that it's not recovery don't mistake this as a quote-unquote recovery day because this is work make it one of your training days it's yeah. super important. I agree. Like I said, I do stre- uh, stretching mobility every day. Yeah. But I do, I, can, I have frequently done that towards the end of the week when I'm just like, all right, there's nothing. That I, the main thing I need right now is stretching and mobility. So that's what I'm mm-hmm. going to gonna gonna roll with. So my last tip uh, was going to be kind of somewhat related to that is that, like you said, it, I, I've been promoting a lot of strength training now because I think that is resistance training is kind of the, the end all be all that you need it. I think everybody needs resistance training. I think you need all types of forms of exercise, in my opinion. You need cardiovascular training. Yes. You need stretching, flexibility, mobility training. You need all those kind of components. And I wouldn't put one above the other. I mean, I it, you need them all. You need them all. And like I said, there's going to be different variations of it. So people, um, you know, it, it, they say, hey, you know, I'm, well, I'm riding the bike or, um, you know, I'm, I'm walking every other day. I'm not working out with you. Is that good? And I was like, of course it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 phenomenal. I mean, cardiorespiratory fitness is a whole other kind of pathway. Um, obviously, lifting weights can help with that, but the things like the low and slow cardio, the type 2 cardio that we've talked about here, that that's super beneficial to heart health and, you know, we've, and now many other things, head, brain, you know, your brain health and everything like that. So it's, it, it's all... They all is beneficial. Don't think there's just one you're going to do and not do anything else. You gotta, you gotta have the the complete, the comprehensive package. So, um, even though we talked a lot about strength training now, um, it, it it's it. 
exercise, your workout plan to be all encompassing all those different aspects of fitness. So I don't want to think people that's just resistance training, the end will be all. It's very important. I recommend it for everyone. But I also recommend cardiovascular training and stretching of ability, just like you just did. So I think that's uh, one thing to kind of remember is that your workout plan, um, even though like things might be a little less structured, if you're going to say, I'm going to do a 30 minute walk. Well, luckily that's not too hard to program, right? Yeah. But uh, it's easier said than done, of course. Um, but it, it is just as important as, you know, doing three sets of squats or three sets of deadlifts on Tuesday. So it's a, it's something you got to uh, don't, don't think it's less important. It's just as important. And it also has to be included in your workout routine. Yeah. That's a good one. Do you have any more tips? I do. All right, lay us on them. Lay, lay us on them. Lay us on. Lay us on them. <laughs> lay them on us. Uh, so my last tip, I'll make it my last tip. Get inspiration from other people. I I cannot do the same exact workout over and over and over again. I get super bored. It's it's just the way that I am personally. So know that. That should almost be its own tip. Know what know your like strengths and weaknesses as a person, as an individual. Same reason that Nick and I have very different diets mm-hmm. is that Nick can eat the same thing every single day. I will go insane. Mm. So same thing with workouts. I know you you said like focus your workouts, do them similar, like have them be have them focus on the same thing, but I can't do the same exercises, same sequences week after week. It really does discourage me. So what I do is I like to find ways to change it up. And yes, this takes a little bit of time, but this also focuses you. For if you're like a social media scroller or YouTube watcher, go ahead and watch some videos. There's loads of information out there. See some exercises, see some different sequences that seem interesting to you and mix those in. I used to follow these people and this is how I got into HIIT workouts. They used to be called Body Rock and then it was like it turned into something else and one of the participants flew off into this was like back before hit was on all youtube channels there are now so many out there you can just look up workouts look up exercises you know if you are someone who loves doing pilates or bar or something like look up the different classes there's even zumba there's a bunch of like you know at home dance classes get inspiration I like to get inspiration like one night, plan out my workouts for the following week. And that is that is like how I get new stuff in or get inspired for my workouts. So if that is something that helps you, then do that within the sort of comfortable range of don't do anything that's so foreign to you. You're going to risk injury that requires some sort of really fancy equipment but if it's something you feel is within your range add it in spice it up mix it up whatever and have some fun like make it going back to one of the first things I think you mentioned 
know what you like and make it fun. Seek that inspiration from other places. All right. All right. So those are tips. Like I said, I think we could go on longer with this, but we're going to save it there. We're already gone pretty long. Uh, And we want to make sure that we tell you about what's got us pumped this week. And so I'm going to throw that over to you. What's got you pumped this week? All right, everybody. Brace yourselves because I know I'm going to get some eye rolls on this one. It's half Christmas. It's half Christmas, folks. What is that? It's actually a holiday. I didn't realize this, or it's a day that people make note of. It is officially six months since Christmas and six months until Christmas. And I have officially switched into, or will be in the coming weeks, holiday planning mode. Is this the same thing as Christmas in July? Christmas in July is part of that. Uh, Yes. Because we're technically not in July. But what this goes towards... And I figure I'm going to explain it before people think I'm a complete lunatic. I really enjoy the holidays, but uh, particularly since having a child who I'm also like experiencing the holiday with and like trying to maximize the holidays with. And it's not just Christmas. It's, it's like the holiday season, which really now feels like it starts in freaking September. And it's it's all of the holidays. It's it's Halloween, it's it's Thanksgiving, it's you know, Christmas, New Year's. It just happens so fast and there's so much going on that if I wait until that time to start thinking about it, planning for it, I never get to the things that I want to get. And I get really overwhelmed. So kind of out of survival, out of necessity, I have started to plan farther out. Mm -hmm. So for Christmas, we have in our household, Christmas in July, I'm sure you'll hear about it more. Um, But it is a weekend that we pick. We, you know, we listen to Christmas music. We watch Christmas shows and movies. We bake Christmas cookies But we also start making gift lists. I start thinking about what decorations I might need to either purchase or recycle or make. Um, If we are thinking about doing handmade gifts for people, it's where we figure out what are we going to make? How much time do we need? What supplies do I need? This is the stuff that I can never fit in during the holidays. Mm This gives me the chance with now Ella, and sometimes my mom will join in. I've talked to other people who are like, I want to do that too. The idea that you could get ahead and figure out like, okay, well, I'm going to find that event that we want to go to, and I'm going to you know, write it down on the calendar so that we can make sure we get tickets in time. It's just all that needs to go into experiencing the holidays I feel like these days is so much that no wonder it's stressful for people Mm -hmm. to try to navigate the holidays nowadays with all of the other demands. It's too much. So this is really my time to start getting ahead of that. I get, I give myself a little taste 
of the things that I love and it it like gets me excited but it also is helping me in the long run. Nice. That's exciting. So that that actually has got me pumped. There I, you go. It takes me six months to recover from the holidays as well, by the way. So six months. So you just recovered? I just recovered. <laughs> six wow. months out. And you're six ready to months. do it again? Yeah. I'm, now I'm recovered and ready to jump back in. All right. So <laughs> uh, I I am pumped for, I finally, it finally happened for me. It took us eight years in the making. Uh, I finally got my blue belt in <laughs> jiu-jitsu. It was very uh, long overdue. Um, the history, and I've mentioned on the podcast before, started training in 2015. Essentially in 2017, I took a break. Um, when Ella was born, uh, business was, you know, we, I had to focus on the business in order to survive. And it, it ended up turning out good, you know. Not only did we survive, the business survived. And um, I was able to get to the point last year where I was able to retrain or start my training back again. So basically, um, I was three quarters of the way through the program uh, before to get my blue belt then took the five-year hiatus, five-plus-year hiatus, came back last year, and uh, finally this this past weekend, yesterday, as you guys are listening to this, um, or not as listening to this, but, uh, you know, Saturday, uh, I finally earned my blue belt. So it was a uh, very uh, momentous day. Um, it was terrible. I was uh, sweating it the whole time because they went through all the other people that got blue belts. And went through all the other, basically, belt promotions, even to black belt, for goodness sakes. And then they were like, oh, we forgot about one person. And got that. <laughs> I don't know if they did it on purpose. I think they did. And shame on them. But they are all they could all beat me up, so I can't say anything. So, um, But it was a great day. And uh, Ella got her stripe, too. So. Yes, Ella got her very first stripe. Mm-hmm. And I think she now is excited about belts. I think so, too. I know. She's got a few she more stripes it. to get that next belt. She- Quite a bit. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, we talked about a lot in this podcast. You know, we talked about working outs, our own workouts. We talked about what you should uh, think about when creating a workout plan. And we talked about what's got us pumped. So if you enjoyed it, guys, please let us know by leaving a rating review. Give us a follow on uh, Instagram at the ATF podcast. And we'll be back next week with a fresh new episode. You got anything else for him? Nope. This has been another edition of the Addicted Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks. <laughs>